get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. GTR News. GTR News. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good afternoon, listeners. It's time for the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. I go by the name Regina Bliss. Top stories. Good luck on a sha- Good, sorry for that. Good luck on a Chimota Pukwasi Road after truck catches fire. Two other branches of Mawako closed down FDA. This and more stories coming up. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Duty News. Welcome back from the break. Good luck on Achimota Pokwasi Road after truck catches fire. A raging fire has greeted the cargo truck fully loaded with X on the main Accra in Sarum Road near Ofankor Barrier. Firefighters are busily battling the raging fire at the scene. The unfortunate fire incident has resulted in heavy vehicular traffic on the main and outer road leading to interwomb. Commuters and vehicles locked up on the affected stretch of the main and outer roads are employed to exercise patience as firefighters work assiduously to bring the situation under control. Let's go watch the video. GTR News. GTR News. Security agencies, news. security agencies have also blocked the main road at Achimota New Plant to prevent more cars from joining the gridlock. Two fire tenders have been deployed by the Ghana National Service to fight the fire. A situation update by the Ghana National Fire Service said the fire incident involved the cargo truck fully loaded with crates of eggs. Next story, two other branches of Mawako closed down FDA. The Food and Drug Authority, FDA, has closed down two more branches of fast food eatery Mawaku after it shut down the East Logan branch over a suspected case of food poisoning. The Director of Legal and Corporate Affairs at the FDA, Joseph Benny, who disclosed this, said the closure was triggered by some unsanitary conditions observed at the two other branches. We have been to two other branches and based on what we saw on the ground and part of the investigation, we had to suspend operations to those two other branches for investigations to continue. We found things that were not in line with good kitchen and storage practices. He said the two branches will be reopened once they met the conditions given by the FDA. We have suggested measures for those two branches to deal with while we deal with the main issue at the East Ligon branch, for these two branches, there are things to be done. And if they are able to do this as quickly as possible, we will review that decision. Marako had been trending on Twitter after some customers complained of falling ill after eating at their branch in East Ligon, Accra. The complaints were sparked by one Edward Elohim 
who posted about his illness after eating at Mawako last Sunday. Following this complaint, the FDA began an investigation into the incident and shut down that branch before the two others. It hopes to complete its investigations in a week. The public relations officer from Morocco, Amin Lamte, has said data from the company shows that 53 persons have been affected so far and Morocco is assisting with the medical bills of such persons. We visited some of our customers at the hospital and those who were discharged, we visited them at home. We assisted some of them with their hospital bills. The main thing started on Saturday and Sunday evening. We have accepted everything and we have apologized to the victims. To my next story, Land Commission educates Queen Mother's Platform Association on Land Act. The Land Commission has sensitized the Queen Mother's Platform Association on the Land Act. At an event held at the Ghana Institute of Management and Public Administration in Accra on Wednesday, May 11, 2022, the Lands Commission engaged the Queen Mothers on what the Act entails and how it will shape land administration in the country. Serge Sinter Odamte, Head of Policy Planning and Research Unit, welcomed participants and indicated that the engagement forms part of continuous efforts of the Commission to ensure that all key stakeholders are well informed about their roles and responsibilities the under the Land Act. The chairperson of the Greater Accra Regional Land Commission, Sheriff Yvonne Chua, who chaired the meeting, stated that the commission acknowledges the important role of Queen Mothers in the country and commended them for availing themselves of the exercise. In her opening remarks, Sheriff Yvonne Chua explained the critical role traditional authorities play as custodians of land, which makes it imperative for them to appreciate the laws that govern land administration in the country. She stated that the Land Commission has always recognized the important role that women have played in land administration in Ghana and therefore saw the need for engagement such as these. Serve even stated that the Land Act 2020, 2020 Act 1306 was passed after extensive consultation and its passage provides a unique opportunity to positively transform the land administration story of Ghana. The role of women essentially as the principal supporters of her chiefs and family heads makes it inevitable that your understanding of the provisions of the act will prepare and equip each one of us gathered here with all that is required for the benefit of a lot of our subjects and kinsmen through an improved customary land administrative regime, she said. She emphasized the innovative provision on the creation of customary land secretariat, which has now been provided for in sections 13 to 18 in Act 1036. This will ensure there is an avenue for accountability and transparency that is required in the management of the land resources available to our various traditional areas. She cautioned the Queen Mothers to be mindful of the fiduciary duty they hold managing the land resources on behalf of the people and thus the benefit should be challenged to betray the lot of their respective communities. 
The ground rent from leases granted to various persons must become a great source of revenue, but this can only be achieved through a law established CLS with up-to-date and accurate records, she said. To my next story, Abosokai Spare Parts Dealers Association endorses relocations to Afienya. The Abosokai Spare Parts Dealers Association has kicked against a group calling itself the Consent Spare Parts Dealers, who are protesting the government's decision to relocate them to Afienya. The association says the current place of business has outlived its usefulness, hence, the relocation to a safe and conducive environment is in order. The Greater Accra Regional Coordinating Council, as part, as part of efforts to decongest the capital, has announced plans to relocate the traders to Afina in the Nungo Pompom district of the Greater Accra region. Addressing the media, the chairman of the Abuso Kai Spare Parts Dealers Association, Clement Bratting said the relocation is in the interest of all. To our next story, fetish priest kills wife, son, and himself. Kwesi Tando, a 40-year-old fetish priest who doubles as a hunter and palm wine tapper, has shot himself in the head after shooting his 43-year-old wife, Abna Nyameche, and his 14-year-old boy, Robert Tando, over a misunderstanding of having sex with another woman in the same house. The Ejumako police said the man brought a woman in the house claiming that the woman is having spiritual prob- the woman is having a spiritual problem so he is helping her but it turned out that later that he was having sex with her in a different room in the same compound. An eyewitness, Kwabna Mensa, who spoke to the media revealed that he saw the man fighting with his wife but after same hours they heard two gunshots in the house. Kwabna Mensa said when they rushed to the house of the fetish priest, the man had locked the door, was threatening to kill anybody who would come closer to him. So the police was called, but immediately he saw that the police have come around. He shot himself. Mother of Abna Penny expressed shock at the incident. She said the man has beaten her daughter on several occasions, but the man about two weeks ago pledged not to harm her again. Meanwhile, 
the Ijuma Code District Police Commander, Chief Superintendent Stephen Tete, revealed that the couples have been married for about 18 years with four children. The bodies of the deceased has since been deposited at the morgue. Just on business stories. ID1F initiative has created over 156,000 jobs. Alan. 1D1F initiative has created over 156,000 jobs. Alan. By Jonas Nyako. The Minister for Trade and Industry, Alan Tremante, says government's one district, one factory initiative has created 156,000 district and indirect jobs. He said this has gone a long way to address the problem of unemployment in the country. Speaking at the Presbyterian Church of Ghana, Ted National Public Lecture on the theme, Hanizing Job Prospects and Opportunities in the Trade and Industry Sector in Accra. He said 106 companies are currently operating under the initiative, which is among 10 strategic programs being undertaken by the ministry to drive industrialization and job creation in the country. Under the 1D1F program alone, 106 companies which are operational under the initiative have created over 156,000 direct and indirect jobs. The new strategic economic group pros such as the establishment of vehicle assembly plants, pharmaceutical manufacturing, and garments production, which have received dedicated attention by the ministry, are creating highly skilled job opportunities for Ghanaians, he said. He added that the ministry is focusing on strategic posts, such as the Strategic Anchor Industries Initiatives, which is developing new strategic group posts to diversify the Ghanaian economy and industrial parks and special economic zones which are providing support to private business promoters to establish industrial parks in each of the 16 regions to improve access to land, utilities and business support services for industrial development. To my next story, MC Bechima Limited MD calls on government stakeholders to prioritize training of artisans. The managing director of MC Bechimi Ghana Limited, Nobu Bediaku, has described as woefully inadequate the number of professional artisans in the construction sector of the country. He made a remark at the grand opening of the office. Concrete Training Center and Factory of MC Bechimi Ghana Limited, a leading international producer of building and construction chemical products and technology in Ghana. Speaking at the event, Nobu called on government and stakeholders to prioritize the training of artisans to equip them with technical and soft skills needed for the sector. The number of professional and skilled trained artisans within the building industry is woefully inadequate. For every 10 mansions we work with, we could hardly find two that could properly lay blocks and plaster without supervision. From carpenters to masons and tillers, it was almost impossible to find skilled Ghanaian artisans. Even when we did, the total lack of professionalism made it impossible to work with them. It is imperative that some quick action is taken to structure the industry, not only to attract young artisans, but to retain them to provide the required downstream support to our artifacts. 
engineers and other top level experts within the industry, I would strongly suggest the inclusion of some soft skills training in this program. There is no doubt that the Ghanaian construction and manufacturing industry, as in many economies, hold the keys to the development of our country. They contribute to the national social economic development by providing significant employment opportunities to both skilled and unskilled labor. However, exploiting the activities and outcomes of the construction and manufacturing industry towards the anticipated socio-economic progress does not materialize on a haphazard and weak developmental framework. That is why the government of His Excellency Nana Akufu Ado is committed to providing the requisite support for this sector to thrive and its full potential of helping to grow our national economy. We will go on a quick commercial break. We will be right back. Ghana Talks Radio, I will Yuki Abruti Memo, Era for Mangana Muha at the sound system, which is spinning machine papa pa, every a man and never be good or Mangana Muha. It is a we a ye, we engagement, we wedding, we birthday party, political parties are more rally, some we are sorry, a more crusade. So we we'll carnival or any kind of event. Now we'll pay spinning machine, papa pa, a boa sound in the moon at the dia, and you may come for GTR sounds at the Emao. Your live band in so I will turn, sir, at the frame, you beat me, a baby boa, ama ujume dia woody and so at me, I come up. You were in kind pupuni, mantemo, anya, a ponchi hotel, a hope pepe, and a yebutu, odianese, obe fre, and penny four, it was zero five four six nine six zero five one zero. GTR sounds a more de Angaza. <laughs> Hello, Ghana. Hello, worldwide. I'm with the level bear. Now listen every Tuesday and Friday beyond the time between the carry brow and we're gonna talk radio 7 p.m. sharp. Now Tuesday and we're gonna talk about our culture, our history. Martin Dean said about Sam. No on the Friday and your bars on bars on bars. You better rap, you better say are No artists go join me in the studio. We're gonna discuss about music and business. Oh, yeah. oh, you singer, and now you rapper, you think that you get bass. You go be spitfire now. Listen, make you join me with studio. Our Ghana Talks Radio, and yes, say, I didn't have Miss it, download the Ghana Talks Radio app, you know, our Play Store, any app store. Not tune in, yes, say, I this what you see, but life on Facebook, Queen Takra, any Ghana Talks Radio page, and it's now listen. I bet you fire. One year, Kodia, Wadding, Jajan. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking in the nation. GTR News. GTR News. Welcome back from the break. If you just joined our live on Ghana Talks Radio, to my next story. We are confident in home crown recovery plan. IMF still not an option. Oforiata. The finance minister Ken Oforiata has reiterated government's decision not to seek a bill bailout from the International Monetary Fund. 
Despite Ghana's current economic challenges, he said the government is confident in its homegrown solutions in getting the economy to recover. Speaking at the minister's press briefing in Accra, he said government will keep introducing more measures to raise revenue domestically to sustain the economy. He, however, said Ghana continues to enjoy the technical support and advice received from the IMF. We are confident. The finance minister, Ken Ufuri Atta, said, Duty our news. Duty our news. We bring you local news, business news, international, sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Namim Bikozen Legendary, your host for Nigeria Rendezvous. I feel like make you join me this Saturday and every other Saturday from 12 to 1.30 p.m. As I go to summer you with the latest news and gist directly from our border Nigeria. Don't forget so you still feel catch up on all our previous episodes of Nigeria Rendezvous and other Sengemenge shows via www.ganatalkradio.com or may you could carry us for your pocket by downloading our Ghana Talk Radio app via Android Google Play and iOS App Store. Omo yami, oya jimasun. We are members of the fund IMF and there are two major points of intervention that we have from the fund. One is the advice that we get and these program interventions which bring us some resources. If you see from the budget that we constructed for 2022 and the subsequent analysis we have made, Clearly, the issue of Ghana having the capacity to think through the consolidation exercises and also discipline itself with regard to the 20% to 30% expenditure cuts that we have shown clearly is a direction that I guess even in a sense, the fund may be hesitant to push any further, he said. The minister further said the government is optimistic money's occurred from the implementation of the e-levy will help fix the current budget deficit. I am confident that e-levy opens a new vista for a tax handle in a way which all Ghanaians will be paying something. I don't know of any program which has technology involved that will not have teething problems, but certainly the catalytic pronouncements by the people from the other side are not happening, he added. To my next business story, unemployed toll collectors will be resigned soon, road minister. The Ministry of Roads and Highways says it is in the process of reassigning all the toll collectors who have been rendered jobless after its decision to close all toll booths across the country. Speaking on eyewitness news, the Deputy Public Relations Officer of the Ministry, Isaac E.J. Kwache, said no Definite dates can be given for when the reassignments will be done, but the ministry is sure it's happening soon. We will reassign them through the company that employed them. As and when the process are completed, they will be reassigned. It is not as if we have abandoned them. As soon as possible, they will be reassigned. This reassignment is a process and not an event. When it is done, we will get them reassigned through the company and they will be called, he added. Some former toll booth attendants in Accra massed up at the Ministry of Roads and Highways on Thursday, May 12, 2022, 
to demand the payment of their salaries, which have been in arrears and reassignments. Government gave assurances that it would reassign the attendants and continue paying them their salaries during the waiting period following the closure of toll booths. But the government is here to honor its promise. But Isaac A.J. Kwachi said the government is working on their reassignment. He, however, denied claims that the government owns the former toll booth collectors. According to him, the government only engages the private company contracted to undertake the toll collection. He said the government is aware that former collectors were paid for the month of November and December 2021 and are thus owned for month salary, but that is between them and the employers, the private company said. It is not true that they have been paid for seven months. In fact, after the presentation of the 2022 budget in Parliament in November 2021, they have been paid their November and December salaries. The outstanding ones have to do with January, February, March and April 2022, he said. As we speak today, we have been honoring our obligations as far as the company is concerned. The non-payment of salaries is not from our part, but let's be honest, since December last year, they have not worked, he added. To some international stories, Spain, Morocco to open land borders next week after two years. The land borders between Morocco and Spain's North African enclaves of Seattle and Melilla will reopen next week. Spain said Thursday after being closed for more than two years due to COVID-19 restrictions and tensions between the two countries. Spanish Interior Minister Fernanda Grant told reporters the reopening will start gradually from May 17th. Crossings will be initially limited to residents of Europe's passport-free area and their family members and will be expanded to cross-border workers by the end of the month. The local economies on both sides of the fences that slice off the tiny Spanish enclaves from Morocco depend on the crossings of goods and workers. Thursday's announcement came as Madrid and Robert are working to mend relations after a month-long spat centered on the disputed region of Western Sahara, a former Spanish colony annexed by Morocco in 1976. Tensions began to thaw earlier this year after Spain backed Morocco's plan to grant more autonomy to Western Sahara. That decision, a reversal of Spain's long-standing position of neutrality on Western Sahara, came as a surprise to many and sparked anger among keen political alias of Spain's socialist-led government. Morocco's king, Mohammed, responded positively. However, Spending back Moroccan ambassador to spend 10 months after she was recalled and hosting Spanish Prime Minister Pedro in an April visit to Rabat. The border is said to be open exactly one year after Morocco losing its border around the enclave of Seattle, allowing thousands of migrants to cross into Spain. That move was widely seen as retaliation for Spain's decision. To my next story. Russia threatens to retaliate over membership move. Russia had said it will be forced to take retaliatory steps over its neighbor, Finland's move to join NATO. 
A foreign ministry statement said the move would seriously damage bilateral relations as well as security and stability in Northern Europe. Earlier, Finland's president and PM called for the country to apply for NATO membership without delay. It comes amid a surge in public support for NATO membership following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Finland shares a 1,300 km border with Russia. Until now, it has stayed out of NATO to avoid antagonizing its eastern neighbor. Finland will formally announce its decision on Sunday after it has been considered by parliament and other senior political figures. Sweden has said it will announce a similar decision on the same day. NATO Secretary General Jens Torbeck has said he expects the process of giving Sweden and Finland membership to happen quite quickly. The White House said the U.S. would back a NATO application from both countries if they apply. To my next story, plane with 11 on board crashes near Cameroon. A small passenger plane carrying 11 people crashed in a forest near Cameroon capital, Yuandi, on Wednesday, the Transport Ministry said. The cause of the crash was not immediately clear, but the plane lost radio contact with air traffic controllers and was later located in the forest near Nanga, around 150 kilometers northeast of Yanda, the ministry said in a statement. The aircraft was flying from Yandin Nismlin Airport to Belabo in the east of the country, it added. AFB News Agency quotes official sources as saying the plane was chartered by a private company, the Cameroon Oil Transportation Company, which maintains a hydrocarbon pipeline that runs between Cameroon and neighboring Chad. It says the crash was the first major air catastrophe in the country since 2007 when a Kenya Airways plane carrying 114 people crashed after takeoff from Douala Airport. My next entertainment story. Kendrick Lamar spotted in Ghana ahead of album release. American rapper Kendrick Lamar has landed in Ghana ahead of the release of his upcoming album. Mr. Moral and the Big Steppers a photo of the rapper eating at a restaurant in Ghana went viral. According to reports, the rapper is shooting a documentary series in the country. He is also expected to hold a private album listening in the country. To confirm the news, the restaurant Kozogana, where he went to eat, shared a picture of Kendrick on their Instagram handle. In April, in April Kendrick Lama tweeted, a new link to his Oklahoma website announcing the release date for his much-anticipated album. On the site, the rapper revealed his new album's title and release date. Mr. Moral and the Big Steppers is out May 13th. Lamartis record his final TDE album, as he described it, on a website launched in August 2021. May the Most High continue to use Top Dog as a vessel for candid creators. As I continue to pursue my life's calling, he wrote at the time, There is beauty in complexion and always faith in the unknown. He signed the note, Oklahoma. Mr. Moral and the Big Steppers follows Lamas, winning 27, 
2017 album Dam. Since then, he created and helmed the Black Panther soundtrack, headlined Coachella and Top Dog Entertainment Championship Tour, won a bunch of Grammy Awards and been nominated for an Oscar. This is where we end the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Regina Blair. Join me for the special bit. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rock in the nation. GhanaTalksRadio.com. Listen live. Listen live. Listen live. I love, I love, love, love. We love your station. It's great. Listen here. Listen here. Listen here. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rock in the nation. GTR Sports. GTR Sports. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. He's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium. What a stadium. Good afternoon, it's time for the sports debate on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Regina Bliss. Top stories. Mohamed Kudus wins second league title as a just thumb heroin. Venetius hits his best form and dazzles for Real Madrid. This and many stories coming up. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. GTR Sports. GTR Sports. Welcome back from the book chat Chop Stories. Mohamed Kudus wins second league title as Ajax Thumb Heroin. Mohamed Kudus came on as a second half substitute as Ajax won their second. Half 36 league title following a 5 0 dropping of SC Heroin on Wednesday, May 11th. Ajax who came into the game four points ahead of rival PSV at Hoven and needed all three points to clinch the trophy, scored three first half goals to put the game beyond the reach of the ninth placed side. Nicholas, Steven Begios, and Sebastian Haller found the back of the net in the opening 45 minutes before Brian Bobby and Otzen Alvarez wrapped things up. Kudos, who replaced David Klassen in the 68th minute, has played 15 league games in an injury-plagued season. Despite his limited stats, the 21-year-old has been involved in two goals in the Aredvice this campaign. Wednesday Trav now means Kudos has now won three domestic titles with Ajax winning back-to-back league titles as well as winning the Dutch Bika Cup in his maiden season with the club. To my next story, Vinicius hits his best form and dazzles for Real Madrid. Vinicius' staining season hits new heights on Thursday night as he scored the hat-trick in Real Madrid's 6-0 victory over Levant. The Brazilian is only 21 years old, but he is already recording extraordinary numbers. He has now scored 21 goals and has registered 21 assists this season. Although Real Madrid had already wrapped up the La Liga standard title, Venetians will never forget the Levant game. His first hat-trick as a Real Madrid player came the day after the fifth anniversary of his professional debut. And it was the ideal way to show how he has established himself 
at the top of European football. Vinicius was fresh after being rested at the Estadia Wanda Metropolitano and his start to the match showed this, with an assist for Karim Benzema after 20 minutes. His first goal came just before half-time, latching onto a wonderful pass from Ferland Mendy to slot home. He picked up from where he left off after half-time, scoring his second of the ninth in the 68th minute before completing his hat-trick with 8 minutes of normal time remaining. With two matches of the La Liga standard season remaining and the Champions League final just around the corner, his season could get even better. The Brazilian gave an insight into his rentless drive for goals at full time. Everyone has helped him a lot, he said. There is no better way to prepare for the final in Paris. As Leto asked me if I wanted to stay on and I told him that I wanted to score a hat trick. To my next story. Barcelona announced transfer of Brazilian for 20 million euros. Barcelona and Aston Villa have reached a definite agreement for the transfer of Filippo Coutinho to the English club for a fee of 20 million euros, as well as reserving 50% of any future sale. The Catalans officially announced the agreement after negotiations between the two clubs in recent days. The Brazilian has been playing on loan at Aston Villa for the last six months. Cortino has performed well at Villa and a former Liverpool teammate, Steven Gerrard, especially in the first few months of his loan spell, and has connected very well with the fans, hence the desire of the club to keep him. However, they were not willing to pay the 40 million euros that the two clubs had agreed as a purchase option in the loan deal. Barcelona were willing to compromise in order to free up wage bill and bring in new players, so they agreed to negotiate this amount, which has finally been set at 20 million euros. Coutinho joined Barcelona in January 2018 after lengthy negotiations with Liverpool. The Catalan club wanted him in the summer of 2017 after the departure of Neymar, but then there was no agreement with the English side. In the following winter transfer window, there was after a payment of 120 million euros plus another 40 million in variables. To my next story. Marcelo Galada to PSG. He is one of three candidates to coach Mercy. Paris Saint-Germain have reportedly identified three targets to take over as their coach this summer. The Parisian club are aiming to carry out sweeping change this summer in light of their disappointing season, starting with replacing Mauricio Pochettino. According to L'Equipe, the club hierarchy have narrowed their options down to three choices to take over in the summer. Firstly, they have identified Marcelo Gallardo, who has risen to prominence due to his excellent spell as River Plate coach. He has previously attracted the interest of Barcelona when they were searching for a replacement for Ronaldo and would allow Lionel Messi to team up with an Argentina once again. PSG are also exploring the possibility 
of hiring Joachim Lowe, the former Germany coach who guided them to victory in the 2014 World Cup. The club hierarchy are also reportedly interested in recruiting Thiango, the ex-player who is making a name for himself as Pazia coach. PSG are in desperate need of a rebuild. As last summer, they signed the likes of Messi, Gianligo and Sergio Ramos. However, they were unable to progress past the Champions League round of 16, crashing out against Real Madrid. To my next story. Benzema makes Real Madrid history and closes in on Cristiano Ronaldo. Karim Benzema once again demonstrated on Thursday night why he is establishing himself as a Real Madrid legend and one of best goal scorers in the club's history. His opening goal in Los Blanco, 6-0 victory over Levant, was a historic moment in his club's history. His goal against Levant was his 33rd in Real Madrid colors, which saw him equal Real record as the second highest scorer in the club's history. He is now only behind Cristiano Ronaldo, who scored 451 goals during his time at Real Madrid. Benzema is Real Madrid's third highest scorer in La Liga standard history, with his 219 strikes behind the 228 of Real and the 312 of Ronaldo. The 34-year-old is getting better with age. He has now scored 44 goals in all competitions this season, surpassing his best previous total of 32 goals in the 2011, 2012, and 2020 and 2021 seasons. He has scored 425 career goals, 323 for Real Madrid, 66 for Lyon, and 36 for France, which makes him the highest French goal scorer in history, surpassing Thierry Harry's total of 411. It took Benzema five years and five months from his debut in 2009 to score his 100th Real Madrid goal, which came against Real Betis in January 2014. He doubled that total on November 7th against Victoria Prison in the Champions League. It took him three years and two months to reach 300 goals with his brace against Valencia on January 8, 2021, and he is now eyeing his next century. Aside from his extraordinary goal scoring, he reached 603 appearances for Real Madrid against Levant. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rock in the nation. To my next story. Kant heads back. Atita showed focus less on complaining and more on his own team. Tottenham convincingly won the North London debut on Thursday night. 
defeating Arsenal 3-0 in the match that saw Harry Kane score a penalty and Rob Holden sent off in the first half. Afterwards, Mikel Atita complained about the level of, ref- of refereeing from Paul. I want the referee to come in front of the cameras and explain his decisions because we were so excited to play this game and this beautiful occasion was destroyed tonight, Atita said. If I say what I think, I will be suspended for six months, but I want to be on the touchline for our next game on Monday night. Antonio Conte, though, believes his counterpart should spend more time working on where Arsenal went wrong instead of blasting the officials. Atita is a really good coach, but he has just started this job and he has to be more focused on his team and not to keep complaining, Conte said afterwards. In six months at Spurs, I have listened to him complaining a lot. He needs to be calmer. But if he doesn't want to accept my advice, I don't care. The red card was clear for me and if we want to complain, we have the opportunity every game to talk about referees, decisions and postpone games. Remember that Arsenal did well to postpone this game in an incredible way when only one player had COVID-19. I didn't forget this because it made us a bit angry. If you want to complain, I can also ask why we have to play again on Sunday at 12 o'clock and Arsenal do not play until Monday night and have one more day's rest. In the battle for fourth place and the final Champions League spot, Arsenal's lead over Tottenham is now just one point. To my next story, Alex Rodrigo is reportedly interested in buying Miami Marlins. Outfielder Alex Rodriguez is reportedly interested in investing more money and buying the Miami Marlins a replacement for his former teammate Derek Jeter. Alex Rodriguez, a man who shined and created controversy in the major leagues, earned a lot of money as a baseball player and is currently a great businessman. Reason why he would be interested in buying, if necessary, the Miami Marlins organization, a team where a former teammate of his was in the office, the immortal Derek Jeter. According to John Heyman in the New York Post, people chose to people close to Rodriguez would be interested in buying the Marlins, his hometown team, if the team that is currently in financial trouble becomes available. In addition, the renowned MLB journalist asked that the purchase of an A-Rod would depend on the price of the organization. No one around current Marlins owner Bruce Sherman admit that he is considering selling now, but heavy losses have raised doubts. He and his partners are said to be quite upset with the balance sheet that shows a homophagian of money since he bought the team from Jeffrey Loria for $1.2 billion five years ago. This is giving hope to potential buyers. What's interesting about that is the fact that Alex Rodrigo's former teammate and Hall of Fame, Derek Jeter resigned as CEO of the Marlins in February and resigned his financial stake in the franchise as well. Rodrigo's as MLB owner, we almost saw a couple of years ago, 
he and his ex-fiancee Jennifer Lopez were were to buy the New York Mets, who were acquired by Steve Cohen in November 2020 for $2.4 billion. We are going on a quick commercial break. We will be right back. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. Welcome back from the break. If you just joined your life on Ghana Talks Radio, and this is the Sporty Brit. To my next story. Chelsea transfer roundup. Blues tracking 30 million euros midfielder as Premier League duo I star. Chelsea are tracking 30 million euros PSV midfielder Ibrahim Sangha. The Blues are planning a huge summer overhaul with Thomas Tuchel, ready to rip up his underachieving FA Cup finalists. The Blues are planning a huge summer overall with Thomas Tuchel. Sangar, 24, has been impressive for his Dutch club domestically and in Europe this season. Despite their exits at the hands of Brendan Rodgers, Leicester side Sangar has stood out to such an extent he has been tipped as a potential target for new Manchester United boss Eric Ten Hag and Spurs boss Antonia Kunt. Standing at 6 feet 3 in, Sanga made his name as a teenager with French club. Togles impressing with his composure on the ball and with his ball-winning skills. He developed further after moving to PSV in September 2020 with his constituency and his passing range, particularly under pressure. Sanga is one of a number of defensive midfielders under consideration by Tuchel with Chelsea unwilling to meet the 150 million euros valuation of West Ham's decline rise. Chelsea have managed to win just two of their last seven matches. They tumbled out of title contention at the turn of the year, were beaten by Liverpool in February's League Cup final and were put out of the Champions League in the quarterfinal by Real Madrid. This is where we end the Sporty Bit on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Regina Blaise. Stay down. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. GhanaTalksRadio.com. Listen live. Listen live. Listen live. I love, I love, love, love. We love your station. It's great. Listen here. Listen here. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. Ladies and gentlemen. Finally, I see your face. For you for days ooh, ooh, ooh. I just want to say uh, My head You tell for my head I know fit to reset I know fit to connect Within the your back So make a defense I know fit to defend Even if I play defense oh, I won't comport myself I can't I fall for you down flat 
the mountain waiting for so long. Oh no 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 no. My hair, you tell for my hair. I no fit to reset. I no fit to connect. Within the your back, say make a defense. I no fit to defend, even if I play defense. Oh, yeah. I won't comport myself. I Radio. This is big. This is big. Hello there. Time for the entertainment hub on Ghana Talks Radio with me, Regina Blessow. Two our stories. Movie critics gush over Tom Cruise's return in Top Gun sequel. It took Tom Cruise 36 years to head back to the danger zone. And movie critics said Thursday it was worth the wait to see Top Gun back on the big screen. The sequel to the 1986 blockbuster called Top Gun, Maverick, has earned a 96% positive rating from 76 reviews. The film is set to debut in cinemas on May 27th. In the movie, the 59-year-old Cruz reprises his role as Pitt Mitchell. The cocky Navy pilot, who has never risen through the ranks because of his penchant for backing authority. Mitchell, whose code name is Maverick, is asked to train a group of young fighter pilots for a specialized mission. Mark Kennedy of the Associated Press called the new film a textbook example of how to make a sequel. The movie satisfies with one foot in the past by hitting all the touch sands of the first film, Kennedy said, and yet stands on its own. Box office analyst projects the movie, will rank as one of the biggest box office hits of the summer. It had been scheduled for release in June 2020, but delayed multiple times during COVID-19 pandemic. Sean Robbins, chief analyst at Box Office Pro, estimated that ticket sales would hit $100 million over the memorable day weekend in the United States and Canada. That would make it the highest grossing depict of Cruz's career. The actor is promoting the movie at events around the world. At a premiere in San Diego, he made a grand entrance by piloting a helicopter onto an aircraft carrier. Next week, he will attend a screening at the Cannes Film Festival in France. Critics said the movie offers thrilling flight scenes, an emotional story and strong performances by the supporting cast. Includes Marcella, who plays the son of Goose, Maverick's partner, who died in the original film. But most of the praise was showered on Cruise. 
It's a fresh face gloss on the original parade, like the original, by a star who will simply never stop being a star, wrote K. Aston Collins of Rolling Stone. To my next story. Ghana Talks Radio. Prince Charles in for serious problems if Meghan Markle becomes U.S. President. Prince Charles has warned Meghan Markle entry into U.S. politics will create troubles for his monarchy. The admission comes after U.S. President Joe Biden's sister said that Meghan would make an exceptional candidate for the presidential elections in the future. Former Secretary of State David Miller tells GB News, Joe Biden has a sister who seems as intellectually switched on as he is, and she began an interview by saying she thought Meghan Markle should become a member of the Democratic Party and ended up backing her for president. He added, getting back to where we were with Charles, this is where Charles has got problems, I mean serious problems, she said. Here is somebody who never really signed up to be a working member of the royal family. What she, that is Meghan, wanted to be was to have the mantle of Diana trusted upon her so she could do whatever she wanted. He claimed there is no end to her voting ambitions, he continued. She was never Grace Kelly when she was an actress. We always think of poor old Grace Kelly ending up in Monaco, but she was a star actress, you know? This wonderful woman that we also admire worked on the soap in Toronto, but now she's catapulted into the big league. I think she thinks she could be the president of the United States. Trevonoa bends a heartbreaking note for his grandmother as she dies. Trevanoa announced the death of his dearest grandmother at age 95 in a heartbreaking post as he paid a tribute to her. The comedian penned that he cried all week on the person of his granny, who showed him the truest definition of unconditional love. The 38-year-old began his notes with a quote from his grandma. How can I smile for a photo when I don't have a cheat? This morning, our family laid to rest the oldest member of our clan, Francis Noah, or as most of us refer to her, Gogo, he added. Cheryl continued, My grandmother was born in 1927, and even though she was 95 years old, she still had the best memory of us all. Every moment spent with her felt like magical journey through time where she would recount all of the family's greatest joys, loses, achievements, and milestones. Her house in the Soweto wasn't just a home. It was a refuge, a place where other women would come and when they had no other place to go. A place where members of the community would gather to pray together every single week. A place where everyone was guaranteed to feel the love emanating from her mighty chest. He further wrote, I know many of you grew to love Gogo from afar. And I thank you for the condolences and blessings you have sent in her memory. I have cried all week celebrating the greatest movie I have ever watched. A story that began with my first breath and ended with her last. A woman who showed me the truest definition of unconditional love. She passed away peacefully in her sleep and even blessed us with one final Mother's Day, which she enjoyed to the fullest. The comedian concluded his notes. To my next story, 
Johnny Depp's ex-fiancée Jennifer Grey breaks silence on defamation trial. Johnny Depp's former fiancée Jennifer Grey broke her silence to share her views on the ongoing defamation battle of her ex against Amber Heard. During her appearance on the Tamron Hall show on Tuesday, Grey was asked about her opinion on the pirates of the Caribbean star facing physical abuse allegations in court. The out-of-the-corner writer said, I will say that I haven't watched any of it. I don't even know how to get caught TV. However, she added, From clips or things that I have come across, I don't recognize the person. It's nothing to do with anything that I have ever experienced, and it makes me sad, Gray added. I don't understand what's going on. She continued while adding, I just want everyone to be okay. The former couple went out for nine months in 1989 after Gray parted her ways with Matthew Broderick. Trust me, it was a very soft landing. It was necessary. I was bleeding out inside and this guy saved me and just made me not feel what I was feeling. Gray told Entertainment Tonight. To my next story. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GGR. Ghana Talks Radio. Hello, Ghana. Hello, worldwide. I'm with the level bear. Now listen, every Tuesday and Friday, beyond the time between the Caribbean, our Ghana Talks Radio, 7 p.m. sharp. Now Tuesday, we're going to talk about our culture, our history. Now on the Friday, you bar some bars, some bars. You better rap, you better say it. No artists go join me in the studio. We're going to discuss about music and business. Oh, yeah, singer, and now you're a rapper, you think that you get bass. You go be spitfire now. Listen, make you join me with studio. Our oh, Ghana Talks Radio, and yes, say, I didn't know. Miss it, download the Ghana Talks Radio app, you know, our Play Store, any app store. Not tune in, yes, say, I this is what you see about life on so Facebook, Quinta Cra, any Ghana Talks Radio page, and it's so now. Listen, I bet you fire. One year, call me. Wadding, Nami Bikozen Legendary, your host for Nigerian Davu. I feel like make you join me this Saturday and every other Saturday from 12 to 1.30 p.m. As I go to summer you with the latest news and gist directly from our Bordeaux, Nigeria. Don't forget so you still catch up on all our previous episodes of Nigerian Davu and other Sengemenge shows via www.ganatalkradio.com or may you could carry us for your pocket by downloading our Ganatalk Radio app Via Android Google Play and iOS App Store. Omo Yami, Oya, Jima Sun. Alright, this is Villa Showbiz Entertainment Show right here on Ghana Talks Radio. Join me every Saturday from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. GMT. As I interview artists all over Ghana. Oh. But it's not about pulling knife, pulling gun, or any stuff. No. Mm. You are not a gangster. Alright. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Do you normally go to the ghetto? 
get to the no matter what if you do it there. So, that's where uh, do you do it oh no nah. they want to touch your foot i swear i will also bring you new songs of the week top 10 songs of the week ghana talks radio giving the youth a voice this is ghana talks radio the best asian rock in the nation yeah, welcome back from the break. If you just joined, you are live on Ghana Talks Radio, and this is the Entertainment Hub. To our main story, Prince Charles officially opens Trinity College new building. Here to British Throne Prince Charles officially opened Trinity College, Oxford's new building that features world-class facilities for teaching, public outreach, and residential accommodation. The Clarence House shared photos of the Prince of Wales officially opening trinity's new levine building the first major upgrade of the college academic facilities in 50 years marking the official opening the prince met with staff and students to unveil a memorable stone and taught the campus grounds later the prince joined a discussion with barons amos and students from the amos bursary about opportunity oxford the program helps to prepare talented uk offer holders from underrepresented backgrounds for successful undergraduate careers at Oxford University. To some local stories. Madness as Philan Nunu attends career interview in nothing but bathroom towel. Philan Nunu, a Ghanaian rapper, singer, songwriter, director, and producer, has made headlines across social media. The singer has been criticized in the media after showing up to a series of interviews in the towel. Felanunu, who is on a media tour to promote her new track, was seen on the set of GH1 television. She, ant- she attended an interview host by Bliss and Jackie, wrapped in a white towel. The host, who was in shock, questioned the artist about the inspiration behind her outfit on live TV. Fila explained that her look was to reveal the Tower season as her newly released track is titled Tower. Blaze, who was too perplexed, questioned the artist whether she felt secure wearing a towel on set. In her response, she answered yes. She went on to say that she will be wearing the towel wherever she goes for an interview. The artist will also visit public areas such as the markets church and indoor and outdoor festivities to raise publicity for her recently released song. Fila has been in the music industry for some time and is doing well as an artist. She has performed on major stages in Ghana and across the world. This includes the Ghana Music Nominees Concert, Foresight Music Video Awards, Cook Studio Africa and the Asia Africa Youth Festival in China. And many other events. To my next story. Stone Boy fiercely defends Black Sheriff as Shatawale tries to pull him down. Dance Hall superstar Stone Boy has jumped fiercely to Black Sheriff's defense at the same time Shatawale is trying to pull him down. Wale has picked fight with young Black Sheriff, definitely out of jealousy over the young man stealing his shine. Stone Boy, who isn't an insecure man-child, defended Sheriff. 
He stood up for the second sermon hitmaker during an appearance on GH1 TV when he was asked about Black Rasta's criticism of Blacko. Black Rasta said in an interview that he believes Sheriff will fade soon because all her songs are one way. Black Rasta is just the latest old head trying to kill Sherry's shine. Shatawale already tried it weeks ago. Wale wants Sheriff to be very careful and not try and come for his throne or he would destroy him spiritually. Stoneboy went a different way and delivered a strong defense of the Kweku the Traveler Hitmaker. He said, Black Rasta's comments are simply his opinions, not based on acts but feelings and emotions. We'll be going on a quick break. We'll be right back. Namibi Cousin Legendary, your host for Nigeria Rendezvous. I feel like make you join me this Saturday and every other Saturday from 12 to 1.30 p.m. As I go to summer you with the latest news and gist directly from our border Nigeria. Don't forget so you still catch up on all of our previous episodes of Nigeria Rendezvous and other Sengemenge shows via www.ganatalkradio.com or may you could carry us for your pocket by downloading our Ganatalk Radio app via Android Google Play and iOS App Store. Omoy Yami, Oya, Jimasun. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. Yeah, welcome back from the break. If you just joined your live on Ghana Talks Radio, and this is the Entertainment Hub. Music musician Professor Slafer Sewa Amehe asks if she is dating. Controversial Ghanaian musician Shatawali seems to have his radar on broadcaster Sewa Amehe after his relationship with his immediate past girlfriend Elfrida failed. Shatawali shared a gorgeous photo of Sewa Amehe and used beautiful words to describe her. He wrote that Sarah is hardworking and strong in this line of business and that he wished to have such a woman or Sarah herself in his corner so that they would grow together. Sarah Ameha, please, are you dating? That was what he asked. Shatawali's words about Sarah has got tongues wagging, especially over Sarah's reaction. The GH1 TV presenter did not utter any word but used laughter emojis and this has got fans reacting. Phils, for instance, wrote that Sarah isn't ready for boxing. There are other fans who begged Sarah to accept Shatawali. Meanwhile, barely two months after going viral with their lovey-dovey videos, Shatawali and his immediate girlfriend, Ofrida, have broken up. He accused her of being disrespectful and not submissive as a girlfriend. I, I really find out about that because Shatawale is known for his wayward lifestyle. So, so to my next story, people are fighting in Trotro because of you. Even Nelson Slam's president, Nana Adu Dankwa Ekufuadu, our very own president of this nation. Even Nelson, known for going political and speaking on behalf of the masses on social media, has slammed President Nana Akufuadu for subjecting Ghanaians to extreme hardship, taking to her verified Twitter handle. 
the filmmaker and actress noted that the ordinary citizens who have been hit hard by Nana Akufu Addo's mismanagement and the perpetual hike in prices of goods and services have seen them agitating. She recalled how commuters recently exchanged blows in a commercial vehicle, popularly called Trotsky, over a disagreement in fares, which she herself witnessed. Even then noted the so-called change Nana Akufuado promised in the build-up to the 2016 and 2020 elections was a scam after all. Her comment comes hours after some mainstream female Ghanaian celebs stormed Twitter to register their ultimate disgust about the electronic transfer levy, widely known as e-levy, and how some unlawful deductions have been affected on their prepaid ECG prepaid card. To my last entertainment story, Sefa apologizes to SA High Commissioner over disrespectful act at the VGMA. She said it wasn't intentional. Sefa won the award with her hit song E Choke, which featured Mr. Drew, receiving her award for the best Afrobeat song of the year. From the commissioner, Sefa failed to collect her plate before moving toward the microphone to deliver her speech. Moreover, the manner in which she finally took it has been described as disrespectful. After the occurrence, a lot of people took to their social media to criticize the Black Avenue music signee. Speaking on Hit FM Daybreak Wednesday, she indicated that she realized how degrading the incident was afterwards. However, when she started searching for the commissioner to apologize to her, he had left the Grand Arena. She therefore used Hit FM platform to implore H.E. Grace Janet Mason and the public, pointing out that the act wasn't intentional and expected. Being Ghanaian and African, I think it's best for me to even apologize first-handed before saying anything. I want to say I'm very sorry for everything, Your Excellency. I was so overwhelmed with joy, she added. The commissioner, who was seated next to her in the studio, interrupted Sefer's pleading and said, I did not notice anything, darling. I was just excited to be there, to be present, to celebrate artists and young women, she said. It was a beautiful evening. Congratulations once again, she said. This is where I end the entertainment hub on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Regina Bless. But before then, remember to download the Ghana Talks Radio app on Google Play Store or Apple App Store. And also don't forget, from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., join time with Kuntakwa live on Ghana Talks Radio and live on Facebook as well. And thereafter, um, Impuni Impu follow afterwards. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big.